0: Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. Each week you'll hear testimonies that turned failures into hope, despair into inspiration, and darkness into light, as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to overcome obstacles that can detour our Christian walk. Galatians 6.2 tells us to carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ thanks for spending some time with us today now here's your host the gospel girl tammy becker
1: jesus christ is coming back to this earth as king of the kingdom of god to save humanity from destroying ourselves so how will the rebellious and traumatized citizens of this world become peaceful subjects of god's kingdom and who will help serve and teach the people what does the bible say about the citizens of the kingdom of god hi everyone this is tammy becker welcome to the almighty god and gospel gore podcast and today We're continuing on learning what the Bible says about real hope and continuing on um, learning about these things on the podcast as we talk about how to help Christ rule and train people for getting ready for what this new kingdom is going to be about. So... To begin with, let me just turn to, like, a story of the Bible. That's always a good place to turn, isn't it? <laughs> and the Word of God, our, our place that, you know, the one thing that God left us, our manual for life. We, we turn to, to the Bible, and we, there's a story about Simon, who was a pretty rough fisherman, from what we can tell. He was brave, audacious, he was zealous. His life goals surely didn't include becoming a fancy preacher, though, or high and mighty king. But when he heard Jesus's message, he was convinced that this was the real thing. This was a true and powerful message from God. So when Jesus asked him to leave his family, fishing nets behind and become one of his fishers of men, Simon could not refuse. So what followed was a remarkable time of training and transformation. And day after day, he walked those dusty roads with Jesus, hearing his parables and his teachings. And he watched Jesus's service to others and was sent out to practice service. Others too, you know, and he felt the joy of Jesus' praise and the sting of his correction. Now, all these things were helping shape and mold the clay that would become the powerful Apostle Peter, and those same experiences were training him for the job Jesus promised him in the kingdom of God to be the king of one of the tribes of Israel. And you can look that up in Luke chapter 22, verses 29 to 30. Now, Jesus gave two final commands to Peter. He said, feed my sheep. And the other one was, follow me. John 21, verse 17, and then verse 19. The New Testament record is of a man who did both of these things throughout the rest of his life. This is an incredible thing. The training program God used for Peter is also available to us through the Bible. The living Christian life today and living it through what we learn from the Bible. uh, Peter's last recorded words to Christ's sheep were the encouragement for us to also follow the same training program. To grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18. You know, there's so many times in my life where I have... Ignored my calling of what God wanted me to do. To to, not that I didn't follow God. I've I've been a Christian since a very. If you've followed me for very long, I've been a Christian since I was probably seven, maybe maybe younger. I don't know. Um, very long, my my whole life. But life as a human being and living in the flesh gets in the way. There's lots of ups and downs, lots of turns where you get. You go sideways, or I did, speaking for myself. Go, You go sideways and you forget about that walk. And, and But when you're God's child and you know the truth and you know the Bible and his spirit lives within you, he has a way of getting you back on the right path, turning you back to what is right, no matter what the world is telling you in these times of such trauma and tragedy and uncertainty that we see right now in the world, He can make our curvy road straight. He can always get us back on the right path and remind us that we are His children and that He has a source for us. And you know that by turning in His Word, He can discern that word and he can give us answers and he can give us other christian friends and soulful friends that can help us through the trials and tribulations in our life so how what does it take to be christ's loyal subjects well in 6000 years of recorded history there's been a few times of real justice happiness and peace between people and there have been even fewer times when people truly respected and obeyed their creator god i mean living the way like i said of get described in the in when i talked about in our last podcast or has led humanity to its downward spiral threatening really our very existence here on earth and as we've seen in the last couple podcasts things will change jesus christ will take over as king his laws will become the constitution of that coming kingdom of god but These two elements are not enough. The the citizens themselves must change. The transformation of rebellious humanity into the peaceful subjects of the kingdom of God is a fascinating story. It's a story that can begin today with you, my friend. So what will people's predominant attitudes and actions be in the last days before jesus christ's second coming well if you have your bibles you can turn with me i'm going to be looking at a few scriptures so or maybe you have a paper and you can write these down for later or pause (laughs) Um, second timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to 5 says this but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves. Boy, don't we see that. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haunty. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godlessness, but denying its power and from such people turn away. Right there, Second Timothy 3, verse 1 to 5. You tell me that that is not what our world looks like today. I have never seen such a thing in all of my life of what is okay today what is going on in our world and what goes right before our eyes that have, has become normal. The normalcies that are okay today. Then if we turn to Jeremiah chapter 17, verse nine, it says the heart is a deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Proverbs Chapter 14, verse 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Romans chapter 3, verse 8, or verse 10 to 18, as it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. There is none who understands. There is no one who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good Wow, because of this selfish way of get, will so thoroughly fill the world. People will not even realize that thinking and doing what seems right to them is actually producing the problems of the world. They will want peace, but will live in ways that make peace impossible. So what will the state of the world's people be? when Christ returns in Matthew chapter 24, verse 21, it says, for then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. And in Revelation chapter 9, verses 20 and 21, but the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands and they should not worship demons and idols of gold silver brass stone and wood which can neither see nor hear nor walk and they did not repent of their murders or their sorcerers or their sexual moralities or their thefts in revelation chapter 19 verse 19 and i saw the beast that kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army so human rebellion will bring the worst time of trouble the world has ever seen it will be the worst than the inquisition the pogroms, the genocides, the Holocaust. Yet even though or through the plagues and the troubles that people will refuse to repent and the nations will even try to fight Christ at his return. But, but at the end of it all, the remnant of humanity still alive will be ready to surrender and they will be in great need of healing in body mind and spirit so who will christ rule so if we turn to daniel chapter 7 verse 14 then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom, that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion in an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away. In his kingdom, the one which shall not be destroyed. In Jeremiah chapter sixteen, verse nineteen, O Lord, my strength and my fortress, my refuge in the day of affliction, the Gentiles shall come to you, and from the ends of the earth say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies worthiness and unprofitable things. And Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 34, No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquities and their sin, I will remember no more. And people will finally come to know that all human ways and traditions are worthless. Eventually, every person will be able to learn God's ways and have a personal relationship with God. So, who will help Christ teach? and rule the people well let's turn to daniel chapter 7 verse 18 but the saints of the most high shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever even forever and ever so jesus christ will have his people assist him in ruling teaching and caring for all people all the faithful people called by god and set apart from the gift of god's spirits And they're known as saints in Romans chapter 1, verse 7, or chapter 5, verse 5. How about the specific jobs in the kingdom of God? And how are they mentioned in the Bible? Well, let's look at Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 9. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. Ezekiel 37 Verses 24 to 25, David, my servant, shall be king over them, and they shall all have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my judgments and observe my statutes and do them. Then they shall dwell in the land that I have given to my Jacob, my servant, where my fathers dwell, and they shall dwell there. Their children and their children's children forever. And my servant David shall be their prince forever. Matthew chapter 19 verse 28. So Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that in regeneration, when the son of man sits on the throne of his glory, you who have followed me will also sit on the 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. David and the 12 apostles' responsibilities in the kingdom of God are specifically stated. So let's talk about what other jobs should we be preparing to help with in the kingdom of God. We can look for that over in Isaiah chapter 30 verses 20 to 21. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and a water of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore. But your eyes shall see your teachers. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way walk in it whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left and in Luke chapter 19, verses 15 through 19, And so it was that when he returned, having received the kingdom, he then commanded these servants, to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Master, your mena has earned ten menas. And he said to him, Well done, good servant, because you're faithful in a very little, have authority over 10 cities. And a second comes saying, Master, your mena has earned five menas. Likewise, he said to him, you also be over five cities. The Bible lists future responsibilities, such as teaching God's people and serving them as rulers over cities. God's people have the challenge to train now for those future responsibilities. It's our job to constantly be in God's word together, to be letting God discern what our jobs here are on earth, it's first and foremost is to develop and to love and to have that relationship with God and to, to be forgiven and then to share Jesus so that we can take our brothers and sisters with us. So how do we prepare to serve in god's kingdom second peter chapter 3 verse 18 but grow in the grace and knowledge of our lord savior jesus christ to him be the glory both now and forever amen we learn that by studying his word and then revelation chapter 3 verse 21 to him who overcomes i will grant to sit with me on my throne and as i overcame and sat down with my father on his throne we must overcome adversity here on earth we must overcome people maybe not liking what we have to say or maybe they're watching us and they maybe they don't want us to say anything to us but they're watching us and someday they will come to us just be an example like jesus was in mark chapter 10 verse 42 to 45 but jesus called them to himself and said to them you know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. You know, he gave his life for us so that we could all have eternal life. He knew the price he was going to have to pay. He was tempted. He was tortured. He came to serve. He did not want to be, he did not want to be dawdled over. He came to serve us. He was loving. He didn't judge people. He walked among the sinners and you know when we look around today you look at social media what did we do we get in arguments on social media god doesn't want us to do that how many times do you want to make your point well you know people you're, you're not they're not you're not really making your point if you're arguing on a social media post you know think about Jesus, He wouldn't want that. We need to be loving and caring, not indulging in that kind of behavior. Let people see that we're loving and kind and kind like Jesus. That's how, how we're to live. You know to be able to teach and help others to live God's way in the future, we've got to learn and we have to practice His ways now. We need to help others overcome their sin and transform their lives. And we must overcome sin and transform our own lives as well. To serve Jesus and others effectively in the future, we must learn to serve them now. Jesus Christ will bring a way of peace and real joy that will spread to all people around the world. He wants us now to be training to help him in the most wonderful work and now is the time to accept that challenge so take time today and write down the last six of the ten commandments from exodus Chapter 20, verse 12 to 17. These six commandments deal with our relationships with other people and help explain how to love your neighbor as yourself. Matthew 22 to 39. And after writing them down, these six commandments, take time to reread them and think about how to apply them every day this week. And then meet me back here next week when we talk about the Earth and the real utopia that is coming, and I hope to see you back here next week. This is Tammy Becker. You have a blessed week. Don't forget to visit us on our website, www.wiluministries.com. Drop us a line. There's all kinds of links and things where you can get a hold of us there, and uh, yeah, check it out. And there's there's uh, links and things in our description here as well. So. God bless you guys. Have a fantastic week. See you next time. Bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another weekly episode of the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. If you have a testimony you would like to share with us, please contact us through our website at youministries.com. That's Y-O-U ministries.com. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace.